You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, post show podcast on a Tuesday. We had a gorgeous Monday. Tuesday started out nice, but clouding up a bit, so I'm not sure if that will impact Al's 24 mile run today. I'm kind of curious what he's got on the docket. If so, what's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, not a 24 mile run, maybe a four mile run. That All is right. on the that is on the docket today. It actually is supposed to be nice. It's going to be in the upper 60s today again. Love it. The ho- the forecast, actually, aside from, I think, Thursday, didn't look great. The forecast through the weekend looks really good. Yes, and uh, yesterday I did not leave my house at all, even though okay. it was beautiful out. I did open up the sliding glass door sure. to get to get in some air, but I didn't leave the house. But today I plan on, I think I'm going to uh, take a ride down to the Spring Lake area and run around there just because I'm legitimately getting bored of this same run here in Matawan. Sure, I gotcha. It's this, just the same path. You know what I mean, Jerry? I understand. I mean, I'm not having the same issues as you, but I get your yeah. problems. It's like the same. I know what's weird about these paths. Like, they look like like I, these paths are safe. It's a safe running path. But it seems like it could turn not safe within seconds. Hmm. Like, it's not. It's a lot of wooded area and just a single track that people run on. Sure, sure. And there's not a lot of people around. Understood. It's kind of weird. Yeah, and yet relatively safe because we don't live in a barbaric society. Right. I do run with uh, pepper spray, though, in my backpack. I don't. You know what? I don't blame you. Thank you. I don't blame you. When I'm in Spring Lake, though, I do not run with pepper spray. That's because you're out in the open on the boardwalk. Or on the streets. Or on the streets. But you're out in the open. You're not in the trail. I just feel like it's safer there. Yeah, I'm not in the woods. You're right. You're not surrounded by trees. I'm not surrounded by wooded area that looks like trouble. Exactly. And I give everybody a look like, I can beat you up, so don't attack me if I if I run by anybody on the trail. Even though you might not be able to. Right. I give them the It's all about confidence, Jerry. I give that them the look. Very true, Al. Very you true. Know, they see like a fit guy running, muscular. <laughs> all true. Ready to, ready to throw down at any moment. Go throw down. I know uh, we, we ran through in the beginning of this uh, pandemic, Jerry, we were uh, still hard to find toilet paper. Uh, chicken, I think, is uh, easy to come by nowadays. But something else that's uh, become a shortage, and I wonder if you are participating this in your home. What's Puzzles. That? Puzzles, Jerry. Families are doing puzzles. The we good old-fashioned puzzles. puzzles. We are not. Me neither. I'm not doing a puzzle. No. I mean, we play... We'll definitely play, especially with the little guy, we'll play board games and stuff like that, but we're not doing yeah. puzzles. We're not doing puzzles together. No. no. I'm not a big puzzle guy, but people are really into puzzles. And 
I see like the rock group Kiss and Def Leppard. They're putting out puzzles now because so many people are into puzzles. Speaking of that, because you mentioned Kiss yeah. and that type of band. So because my search now for sound every day includes Instagram because of the Instagram TV or whatever the hell they call it, the Instagram live videos. Yeah. I came across A-Rod and J-Lo yesterday that was posted yesterday the day before of them playing in their backyard, playing baseball and softball with, I guess, his daughter. And then at one point, he actually makes J-Lo take and field the ground balls. And then they did a soft toss competition about who could hit the ball the hardest. And the point of the story is not that they were doing this, although that's fun in and of itself. They had the music blaring in the background. Def Leppard. Really? J-Lo and A-Rod? Yeah, and it seemed like they were running through songs because the video was cut in different parts where they were doing different activities. Yeah. And each time it was like a different Def Leppard song from Pyromania. Wow. I wonder if there's a discussion like, hey, honey, what do you want to listen to? What Me. about Pyromania? <laughs> how does she not want to listen to herself? <laughs> I could see how she's sick of herself. But yeah, that's an interesting... Although they both grew up in the Def Leppard era. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're our age, basically. They're in between right. me and you. So, I mean, or she's 50. Oh, well, yeah, no, she's your age, right? Um, yeah, she's my age. So, Def Leppard they're basically, was huge. yeah, they're between me and you. I mean, that's pretty much, that was like the first, you know, for me, Def Leppard, Quiet Riot, even Van Halen back then, those were the first yeah. bands I liked. I remember when I was in like eighth grade, there was a huge concert that all the kids went to. And for some reason, I was. I, I was not going to concerts back then, probably because I would have had have like my parents drop me off at the Meadowlands. Sure. But there was a Def Leppard with Billy Squire opening up concert in like 82 or 83. Oh, the school was going. Everyone showed up with the, the, the three-quarter sleeve black and white concert t-shirts. <laughs> yes. Which I still love, by the way. Me too. Hard to find. Did you? So you went to that? You did go to that? No, concert. I didn't go to oh, that. You didn't. I didn't know how to get there. Shame on you. I didn't have any friends that drove. I guess that was it. You had to have like a cool older friend that drove. Yeah, makes sense. And then you could go to Deflip. And then that's when uh, Van Halen's 1984 came out in 1984, coincidentally. Right. And they had a run of shows where they played like a ton of nights at uh, the Garden, which was also very big in my high school that guys went to. Yeah, well, you could hop on the train. That, again, I missed. See, I didn't even think of that. But, to, Jerry, back in 1984, hopping on the train, you were taking your life into your hands. Yeah, but at least you feel – you're not wrong. But I would think in 1984, if you were 17 or 18 years old yeah. at that point, the idea of getting on the train, getting off the train, and you're right there, and you don't even have to go out into the streets. Yeah. I See, was think, 15. Well, was, no, you were a little yeah, young. I'm thinking high school seniors. Yeah. But yeah, 15, no good. No chance. No chance. Yeah, I couldn't get on that. I The only time I would go, I went into New York City when I was in my high school, early college years, when I went to, I got tickets to see David Letterman twice. Right. And me and my friend Paul got on the train. But you did everything that with was, this guy, Paul. Jesus That was Christ. the only thing that would get us to go into the city was David Letterman and then later concerts at the Ritz Theater. And then you got off the train and you got an Uber. No, there were no Ubers back no then. No kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> there wasn't Uber yet, Jerry. Come on. <laughs> did you hail a cab? We, we probably did. No, we did not get on a subway for damn sure. We probably what was the first a sub, What was the first time you were on a subway? Uh, hmm. I'm going to say probably a subway. When you were working for K-Rock? It might have been when I started working at WNEW in like 2001. Wow, okay. 
Yeah, I don't think I was on the subway before that. So you were almost you were right, right around thirty. Yeah, thirty-one, thirty-two years old. Makes sense. Before I got on the subway. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Jerry, do you feel like you have improved sleep nowadays? Hundred yes, percent. It's not like even... how many hours do you think you're getting now? I am getting during the week. I'm getting. I'm usually going. I'm laying down at nine. Yeah. And getting up at four thirty. So I'm getting seven and a half hours sleep during the week. Yeah. Sunday's still a weird one. I don't know why. I did not sleep well Sunday night, and I haven't. I don't. I again. I don't get it. But um, the other four work nights, I'm getting seven to seven and a, minimum seven up right. to eight hours of sleep, and then on the weekends, I'm getting probably eight to nine. Exactly. Yeah. Same here. I'm getting like seven to eight during the week. And nine to ten sometimes even or yeah, at, and I uh, feel I feel so much better. Yes, it really Shocking, has right? changed. Yeah, like you said, you're doing like I do the same thing. I'll do some work the night before, so I'll go look through stories and things. You're looking through sound. Yeah, then you could get up a little bit later where you have no commute, or and not much to do. Right, and not much to do. Right, because to be quite honest, I don't have to catch up on game stories. So it's not like there's that much heavy lifting to do when I get up. It's just a matter of did anything break overnight right. and lining up that first segment for Eddie, making sure that I have enough ready to go because I'm doing all the work the night before. Yeah, I'm even like lining up the live reads per break the yeah. night before where I used to just do it this, you know, right before the, the live read would happen. Sure, sure. I'm not going to lie to you. There's part of me that likes the routine that when we get back to the station – I might not show up until 5 o'clock because I might do some of the work the night before. Right, Kind of like it, actually. Right. Sometimes when we're forced to change our daily habits, the new daily habits actually are better. Yes, they can be, for sure. Cal Ripken Jr., you're familiar with him, legendary baseball career. Is he canceling our tournament in August? No, he he's making a mistake here, I feel, Jerry. Okay. He is joining Twitter. And making a big deal about it, like Cal Ripken has finally joined Twitter. Well, it's a little late to do that, isn't it? Very late. He is going to be surprised at the lack of followers he gets. Hmm. He is Cal Ripken. But what's he going to say? He's not I controversial. No he's like he's not a controversial talker. He. By the way, he's already verified. Well, he must have done that deal with Twitter as in order to come aboard Twitter. He joined in March. Okay. So it's now April 6th. But like today he announced it. I think he went fully announced today. So oh, how many true? followers okay. does he have? 2,343. Okay. He's going to be under 12,000 followers within, oh. like, I'm going to say in a month he will not have 12,000. I see what you're saying. So the only tweet he's got is this video he put out today. Yeah. Okay. Well, He's got to start bad-mouthing people on there if he wants to get a following. That's actually pretty funny. Now, let's see. Now, I just put it up. Now, I let about a minute go by. I'm going to put it up again. Let's see if he has a new follower. What do you think? No. You said, no. Wow, you didn't even give that a thought. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Let's see. Cal, because he, he's he's already on it for his for His, um, his, his lead foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he runs this with his brother. He runs this facility in uh, Maryland where we're going in August to play. Um, and it's actually a pretty cool situation. Yeah, no, no new followers. Okay. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough sledding ahead, as they say, Jerry. Is he at three thousand tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I'll give him that because they're probably doing a big push today. Okay. Because they offered him up as a guest this morning. Oh, okay. I asked Gio about it. Gio's like, yeah, I don't know. 
That was the same. I felt the same way. I was like, well, we're going to random. Now, that having been said, with there were a lot of baseball stories today. Would have been a good day to have them, yes. Right. It would have been a lucky because when, when it was pitched to me yesterday afternoon, there was nothing new going on. Right. But on the phone, I don't know. Uh, what else I got here? Oh, Gio mentioned on the show this morning, want to see what your take is on this, because I have the same feeling he does, that when you see TV shows now that were filmed prior to the coronavirus and you see groups of people hanging out, games, concerts, you're like, oh my gosh, look at all these people standing together. That's how I'm feeling. No, I don't. Watching things. No? I don't feel it. No, not really. I mean... I look at it this way: as soon as they as soon as they announce there's a vaccine, yeah, and you know I know it's not getting much publicity. It got some, and I know the University of Pittsburgh thinks they might actually have one. Um, I think once that happens, everything goes back to where we're at. I mean, can we? Can, you know, back in the day, you know, weren't there weren't you vaccinated for smallpox? Weren't you we all were. done right? Yeah. So once you've got that, you're not worried about it anymore. You're not worried about getting the virus. Like, I don't know why we wouldn't go back to the way we were. What if you got today the all clear from politicians locally and the president said uh, Monday, everything can go back to normal. Based on what it it depends on what it's based on. Yeah. You know, I mean, if if you're going to tell me that that's that's the case because they now have medicine that can treat it, um, then I would slowly get back to normal. But I wouldn't jump right in head first. Um, but I have to go to, would you go to a restaurant? Not right away. Really? No, I think it would, I would take me a couple of weeks to see how things are going. I would have a wait and see. Here was what I would do. Like for instance, the other day I went to Lowe's at, you know, eight o'clock in the morning because I wanted to get in and out quickly about one o'clock or so. I needed something, something I forgot to get. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going back. I would. I'd get back into shopping again if I need to. I wouldn't be terrified of someone walking past me anymore, <laughs> um, you know. But I don't know that I would sit in close proximity to someone that's going to sneeze on me either that's five feet from me. Right. But I would slowly get back into the routine. Yeah, I would get back into the kids back outside playing sports. I mean, there are different things that we could do um, that would be more normal. But I wouldn't. it would not be 100% like it was, no. Because yeah. to me, if that announcement came today, I don't buy it. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I feel like I would go to, like you said, I'd go to the store. I'd go, I would go to a restaurant, but where I wouldn't like pack into the Stone Pony for a show, right? Because I'd be Understood. like, there's way too many people in a small location. Sure, absolutely. I'm still confused by how it's transmitted. To be quite honest, yeah, me you too. Know, this whole six is the six feet thing. Here's another thing. So I mentioned this to you on one of these other podcasts we did. I might, I might have done it on the show. I'm not sure. So I read a PSA at 10 o'clock that says keep small gatherings to 10 people or less mm-hmm. and practice, you know, you know, your social distancing, right? So I'll ask you again then. If we're running a, a PSA like that and those are the guidelines, then why can't we get together with a couple or two, sit on the deck outside, be 10 feet apart from one another and have a drink and not look on like we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of mixed messages. Uh, exactly. And no one knows what the right answer is because no one knows what the hell this thing is. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Crazy. Do you have any thought there are some other conspiracy theories, Jerry, where people feel like this was man-made? Uh, yes. Some I, sort of biological my, weapon that got My loose. feeling is this is China going after us. Yes, I 100% believe that. 
Really? Yes, I believe China released this in order to get back their economic standing to hurt us because our economy was booming like it's never has in the history of this country or in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think because President Trump has been very harsh with them in terms of imports and exports, I do believe this is just my personal feeling. All right. I do believe that there is a, a real good possibility that this was done on purpose. Yes. That it was released on purpose. Yep. Yep. But would, but didn't it also hurt China? I don't know the well. But remember, you've also got a dictator over there, president, whatever the hell he is, that was killing his own people. Hmm. He doesn't care. Remember, they had a um, they had a revolt going on over there. It's a communist country. They don't care about their people. Right. So I always thought they always wore masks in China because the um, the factories give out such bad pollution. That is part of it. So I don't think that they were trying to protect themselves from disease when they walk around with masks on. I don't either. Plus, in you've seen all the stories that they've completely fudged all the numbers and what's real and what's not real. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, that, my personal feeling is I think there's a really strong possibility this was done on purpose hmm. against, um, uh, basically against the world, but against America. There's one guy, one real smart guy from Harvard, I think he's from Harvard, that put out a video that lays it all out. It's like a 10-minute video and explains why and how um, he believes that, too. And it really made me a believer. Hmm. All right. So Interesting. Interesting, sir. Interesting. All right, Jerry, yeah. I'm going to eat myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Then I'm yeah, going to decide. I got to jump on a conference call. Conference call with who, may we ask? Uh, the union. Oh. The union, you say? Yeah. How many people will be on this conference call? It's a great question. I don't know. And quite frankly, right now, I can't even find the uh, call. What, so that's a problem. The, <laughs> do you know what the topic is? What, well, yeah. What's going on right now? In the industry. Yeah. So with that, I do got to go. All right, Jerry. Let us please take minutes and let us know tomorrow on the podcast what was discussed. Probably won't. But have a great day. All right, Jerry. Take it easy. See ya. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, we get your Tuesday morning rolling. It's the warm-up show. What's up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm doing well. I actually got a lot of good news yesterday, so I'm doing well. Is that right? Well, yeah, we had some during the podcast with golf releasing a semi-schedule. We got some good breaking news from baseball last night. We got UFC back mid-April. Yeah, man, let's go. You're right. I woke up this morning. Now, this all happened uh, overnight, which for me starts at 7.30 p.m. and then goes until 4 a.m. Right. Uh, In the overnight, you're right. We got updates on baseball, basketball, Fist fighting, UFC, uh, baseball, the one in particular I really enjoyed, Jerry, that they may look to return and play all their games in Arizona. Love it. I absolutely love it. I think it's great. Now, is this going to be the thing that finally moves everyone from the New York, New Jersey, Long Island area, and we all get in our cars, we pack up our Winnebago's, and we all move to Arizona finally? Well, I think if we were allowed to actually watch the games yeah. In the stadiums, maybe, but for the first at least month or so, it does not look like that'll be the case. So you might be right, maybe late summer when it's 140 degrees, we all move there. But for now, I don't think so. Do you think everyone in Arizona uses those sunshades in the windshield? 
I think a lot of people do. I went to Arizona two or three years ago. I forget when it was. And we went in July. Because you actually told me it's not as bad as you might think it would be in the summer. And you oh, were right. A, it, it it's wasn't. a dry heat, Jerry. It's a dry heat. It's hot. But yeah. it, it is a dry heat, especially when you we get out of the pool. It's not so bad. But I will say... I saw a lot of those windshield shades all over the place so that, you know, the cars didn't melt. Because when I use a windshield shade here in New Jersey in the summer, I'm looked at like I'm some sort of nerd. Yeah, you get mocked. You get mocked. But meanwhile, it's like 100 degrees beating the sun, beating down in your car. And you get in there, it's all humid and hot. And those things do make a difference. Good. Well, you continue to do that. I think that's awesome. Maybe you can get one that's got like, you know, two glasses as the uh, logo. Yeah, they used to make hilarious ones where it was like just sunglasses. Those are the cardboard ones. I stepped mine up a little, Jerry. I've got a, a much nicer one, which I've had for years now. But if we all move to Arizona now, because we always wonder, you and I, on the post-game podcast, like why do we all live, like why is New York City and New Jersey, why are we densely populated here? Right. Where for the most part, our weather not great. Meanwhile, Arizona... It's like a wide open spaces. So maybe this is the thing, Jerry, with Major League Baseball just moves all their teams to Arizona for good, not just once this virus leaves us, but for good, then we all move to Arizona. Well, that's not going to happen, and you're not going to go there because you're afraid of snakes and scorpions. That is true. Rattlesnakes, scorpions, coyotes stealing our small wuss dogs that we have. (laughs) Coyotes, they know to pick on wuss dogs, like the little yapping barking dogs right the coyotes know to just grab them by the scruff of the neck and take them into the woods it's so sad isn't it yeah very sad but listen survival of the fittest in the animal kingdom we just go oh survival of the fittest meanwhile if i beat up a uh uh someone much smaller than me i'm looked at like a bully i would agree well i think they're looked upon as bullies in the animal kingdom they are i think they are because like when a cheetah runs down a thin uh, gazelle, they're like, oh, that's what he eats. Yeah, you I know, can't. Wa- I can't watch those shows. You won't watch that? No, I don't like. That. I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I like. It's neat when they show you in the when they're in their packs and yeah. how they get around and how they spend their day. But then it's like time for dinner. All right, I'm out. My favorite is like when the when the gazelles go down to get a drink from the lake and then an alligator just pulls them in. They talk about moving to Arizona. Like <laughs> uh, I think the gazelles got to move to Jersey. Yeah, they be all right. Just hang out with the deer here. We don't do anything to the deer here. Exactly. We Except, we love the deer here. My my parents said they had about twenty five of them in their backyard yeah. the other day. Occasionally we hit them with a Buick, but other than that, <laughs> but it's not usually on purpose. Not on purpose. <laughs> Definitely not on purpose. Exactly. Jerry Jets GM Joe Douglas had uh, is in the news for a reason. I would love to be in the news, but this never happens to me. Joe Douglas. Because you don't do this. You don't know that. I do know that. Joe Douglas got takeout from the River Grill in Chatham, New Jersey, which is near uh, Flora, Flora, Florham Park. Florham Park, where the Jets uh, have their facility. Right. And his uh, bill was $101. And he tipped an additional $100 on the $101. And then someone there took a picture of the bill and put it out there. That's awesome. Now, there was a pizza place I would go to, and I would still go if we were allowed to go out in public, where I would sometimes tip 30%. Not once. Because it's 30%. It's not 100%. Did they put a picture of my... Why would they? Well, 20% the huge. I think actually 25 is now the usual. What? I do. 
I think 25%. You do? I do, yeah. So I'm under-tipping? No, you said 30%. No, no, this one in particular place, I would go. Oh, yeah, I think, tw- I think 20 is now the baseline. I really do. I think 20 to 25% is probably more normal now. Yeah. And I think 30% for really good service. Wow. See, I, I always thought 15% was the baseline. I thought, by the way, when I was tipping 20%, that I was like, they were like, this no, guy's it's 15% is cheap, dude. Oh, no. And by the way, your place isn't doing a takeout? They are. I actually went there the other day. Oh, did you tip 30%? Well, Jerry, let's see. The bill came to $23, and I gave them 30 Keep so the you change. Did uh, you know what? You did, actually. Yeah, that's 30%. Is that right? Yeah, 230 oh. 460 690 Yes, you, you, you tipped 30%. You got to be sure that it's the first thing I said when I had that pizza back at the house. I told Gina. I gave them $7. Just Very nice of you. Just so you know. What do you tip the – because I always wonder this, because yeah. Kim tells me I give way too much. What do you tip when they deliver? Did you ever get delivery? The food delivery? No, Al. <laughs> no, I thought you meant like a couch. <laughs> yeah, it's food delivery. Food I'm delivery sorry. I don't do. I'm you very do. against food delivery. So you never get a pizza never. delivered to your nope, home? Nope, I refuse. So when you have a card game, you don't have pizza delivered for the guys? No, I will go get it at all times. Okay, okay. Even like it. Super Bowl Sunday, I'm running out. I'll miss part of the game because I feel like if you're eating takeout, it's never like the healthiest food, right? Right. The very least you could do is move your fat butt to go get it yourself. Right, but if you're like I my my example was if you've got people over, you've got a card game, like something's going on, it's like, you know, we need some food. And you order three or four pies, you're not going to run out and interrupt the game. Yeah, but it also to me the reason why I don't order delivery is this idea that I'm going to have to have exact money and enough for the tip and Yeah, for, but you can order online uh, now, you pay with your debit card. Yeah. It's so easy. I, yeah, I should do that, but I, I haven't moved into that yet. All right, fair enough. I'm going to be like Joe Douglas, though. So if you, even if I tip 25%, someone, please take a photo and tweet it out. And if you want, me. listen, if you want someone to do this, yeah. if you spend $30 on a bill, okay. give them 75 Oof. And then there's a chance that that could happen. Oof, ah, Jerry. That's, that's a will. lot of cash. Well, it's only 40 bucks extra. I mean, what if the meal, what if you took Gina out to dinner and you spent $75 on the meal? Just think right. of it as a really nice meal. Right, I could do that. And I, I have been saving money on not going out to dinner. Good point. Right, exactly. You haven't been spending my money on gas, right. tolls. Think about this. And I hear gas is cheap now and no one's using it. I think it's under two bucks a gallon in Jersey. Is that right? I think so. I think I saw $1.88 the other day. Of course, I'm only out once every four days, but. Right. Might have changed now, but yeah, that's what it was. All right. But that's because no one's buying gas, Al. Right, because we're not driving. Right. Now, every time something major happens, there's always conspiracy theories that go along with it. All right. You'll recall the lunatics uh, after 9-11 who claimed we we flew right. our own planes. It, like, just n- nutty things. Is this the Woody Harrelson thing? Yeah, so coronavirus, Jerry, is no different. Woody Harrelson, a known... Harrelson? <laughs> Woody Harrelson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've Woody heard of him, right? Woody <laughs> Harrelson of Cheers fame and who knows what other dumb oh, white, white men, men can't, can't jump. jump. He is a lunatic, though. We're all aware of that. Wasn't like, he also in the movie with Demi Moore where they uh, with uh, Robert Redford about yes. uh, taking his wife for a million dollars? Yes. Right. I forget what that was called, but yes. Uh, but he's known to be nutty. He was one of these like weed guys for sure. Back before weed, weed guys weed, were weed, 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 weed. Yeah. <laughs> back before weed guys were a dime a dozen like they are now. Right. He's one of the people 
who's part of this conspiracy theory that the coronavirus comes from the brand new 5G network. I don't know what that means. Well, you, you know you how get like it from your cell phone. Yeah, like go, like the cell phone towers. You know how we have LTE network yeah. now. Well, the new thing's going to be 5G, and I guess it's up in some areas. Uh, he thinks that uh, it's our body's reaction to the 5G network. Okay, so are the now these towers everywhere? Because that's where this coronavirus is. That's a good question. I uh, didn't. I did not. I did delve somewhat into the Woody Harrelson uh, 5G network conspiracy uh, theory. As dumb as that sounds, yeah, and it is dumb. So maybe clear about that. Me and you have discussed before the notion of these towers emitting crap through our bodies. Yeah. I'm not saying it's that clearly, but I do wonder at what point these stupid devices that are emitting something right next to our, you know, in our pockets, Packages. near our areas, this can't be good for us long term. Probably not great, but we do love high speed Wi-Fi. Yes, we do. And I love when my phone, like when I, when I type something into my phone, it comes right up. I will say we have to break, but I will say one thing that's driving me crazy is I try to download and and, and get all the sound for the show the night before. Yeah. I'll tell you, the Wi-Fi between 6 and 8 p.m. is horrendous because I think everybody's oh, on it. Everyone's right, we got, on it. we got to take a quick break. When we come back, Al's got another story about dial-up and AOL from back in the day. Oh. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes before we get you to Boomer and Geo, but there is some positive news. Looks like golf will be back this summer. Baseball's trying. Who knows? Maybe in May in Arizona. UFC is going to come back in a couple of weeks as well. What else you got, Al? Jerry, we're going to be drowning in sports when this all returns. I will say this. It's going to be a host's dream and an anchor's nightmare having to put together if all this stuff happens at the same time. It's going to be awesome. But my God, you're going to have games galore every night when it returns, and it's going to be nuts. It's going to be glorious, Jerry. Uh, Drew Brees, who's still going to play this year, Jerry, quarterback and the for the year Saints. after, he signed a two-year deal. A two-year deal. Well, well, the networks are evidently are already clamoring to get yeah. him for uh, game coverage when he finally retires. This is all Tony Romo's fault because everyone thinks they're going to get the next Tony Romo. Yeah. Well, that's usually what happens. I mean, to- you, it's like a copycat business, isn't it? But Tony Romo brought something new and interesting to broadcast. Well, then Drew Brees better get on his game and figure out how he's going to be different. Isn't he boring? Maybe he can do it nude. Drew Brees is in the booth nude. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if he's boring. Um, he's, he's boring. Not, he, I've seen his press conferences. Yeah. He's not the life of the party. But even, like, do they think he's going to start predicting all the plays like Tony Romo? Even if he does, well, that that's already taken that stick. But in fairness, though, Al, Romo was a boring interview, too, though. If you watch his press conferences, it's boring. And then all of a sudden, he's a different guy in the booth. Right. So maybe Breeze could be like that, too, and come up with his own shtick. But don't, don't, shouldn't they make him go do this in a studio somewhere yes. first? Yes, the only place you can talk New York sports all day, every day is the fan. 